0: Parts of the bodies all over the house, places you wouldn't think. Of. Things, the heads have never been found, hands and feet and things like that. No heads.
1: Welcome back in Scream Queens and Horror Fiends. It's Aubrey back with another episode of Killing Time. And guys, I have been so blessed to have Alex here with me today. And he's actually over in Germany, so he made time to come on this podcast. That is so cool, in my opinion, to have people over in Germany listening. Alex, you there, man?
0: Yes, I am.
1: Cool. So Alex actually gave me a great idea. I know we do a lot of fun podcasts on here and we talk about how much we love stuff. And, but Alex gave me a great idea for top 10 worst horror remakes. <laughs> so we're going to get pessimistic today, people. <laughs> and so I appreciate Alex coming with the negativity because I think some of this stuff, some of the funniest stuff <laughs> as far as worst remakes. So here's how I came up with my list. These are the ones I hate. I I don't think they're good in any way, shape, or form. I hate them. Most of the time, the biggest way for me to take points off is if you did a super big injustice to the original. And also, I don't want the same movie. Remakes are hard, people. To make a good remake is hard. But if you totally botched it, it's a bad movie. You've tarnished the name of a great movie before (laughs) it. You got a lot of points taken (laughs) off. Alex, how did you come up with your list? What were some of your criteria?
0: So I kind of came at it through a couple of different angles. I would say, first off, did it stick with the original plot or did it go off on a totally different story? That was one of my big keys or one of the things that I was really looking for in these remakes or really in any remake. Like how, how does it stay to the true original movie? And if they sometimes remakes do a good job, but that was one of the things that I was looking for. And then also since this is horror the creativity of the kills is it all the same kind of kills is it Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's just one of the things that I look for is it does it stick with kind of the same thing as the old movies where it just takes the kills from it? is it a verbatim just scene by scene type movie and things like that. And then there's some other things that I just kind of critique like cinematography, storyline, character development, how are the characters in the movie do they act natural everything like that because i think that's important in a horror movie especially a remake
1: yeah i think it's a very hard line to walk um making a horror remake you want to be true to the original but you don't want the same thing you don't want a cut and paste of the exact same movie so horror remakes are really hard but i think when they're done correctly like They're very good and a lot of fun. So if Alex ever wants to come on again and we want to do top 10 remakes, he's more than welcome to. (laughs) He informed me he's going to start making a podcast. So when he does, I'll be on there. He'll come on here. We will plug it because we will love everything about it. All right. Well, you're the guest, Alex. So it's going to be a top 10, but we're going to do five each people. So it's going to equal 10. I'm not very good at math. I are not smart. (laughs) Five plus five equals 10. It's a top 10. So you're the guest, Alex. Do you want to go first or do you want me to start? I think, you know what? I'll, I'll go
0: first if you don't mind. No, I do not mind at all. All right. So the first one that I had, and this one stuck out to me Barely well, because I had just seen it recently, and it would have to be the new child's play. Okay, okay. I, I don't... I'm not going to necessarily say that I don't like it, but I think as far as a remake, it goes up there with being a pretty bad remake. The reason why, kind of like what I was explaining, I just feel like the, the storyline and the plot that they went with this one wasn't very good. I felt like they should have just stuck with the original... It was a serial killer doing voodoo magic into a doll with this one. It was just, and I get it. It's the digital age and everything like that now, but they, I don't, I don't like the fact that they made it into a, like a virus or like the corrupt chip inside the Chucky doll to make it corrupt. It just, to me, it wasn't very believable. Yeah.
1: You lose the points on what we were talking about, like homage to the original. Yes. I, I will say I somewhat enjoyed it. I did give it points for not trying to do the exact thing. But mm-hmm. again, Chucky, we all know and love Chucky. Don't change the mythology of Chucky. Like Exactly. So exactly. I, I, I agree, and I totally understand why this would be on your list. And I did not tell my screen queens and horror fiends. Alex is awesome because he's like, I don't want each other to tell our top five. So we don't know each other's <laughs> top five. So it's live reaction, people. <laughs> yes. So Child's Play in at number five.
0: I, I will say, too, that I didn't like the age of Andy in the new one because to me it didn't like a young adult Mm -hmm. exactly like I didn't understand why at that age he felt like he needed a doll to be a friend now I get it it's not fun growing up not having friends everything like that but I, I find it hard to believe that a kid that at that age would find a doll as a good like friend or companion or something. Yeah,
1: like that. he he would be like, "Hey, fuck it, mom, give me an iPad. Like, exactly. I don't want. Yeah, I don't know." Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I I I think it lost points for me, and it didn't become believable at that point too. Like I was like, eh, he's too old." Whereas the original, like the young, I I don't know how yeah, old kid. he was, like five or six, maybe. Yeah, definitely a young kid. That like yeah, it made sense for him to want a doll or to play with a doll. So and we can both
1: agree like kids are always scarier like no yes. matter what. Stephen King has made a career just yes. having creepy ass kids <laughs> in his stuff. So kids are always scarier.
0: <laughs> I would agree 100%.
1: So I I mean I'll touch on Child's Play. There was some stuff I liked about it. Uh, uh spoiler alert people. It's not in my top 5 so you know uh you missed you didn't hit my battleship. Um, <laughs> Uh, I did like Mark Hamill as Chucky, I I will say. I know he's not the original, but I've always liked Mark Hamill. I think he does good voice work. I did like that. Um, I did like the kind of cop angle from it being in the building. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, watch the original. I mean, if you're an absolute Chucky fan, you'll probably hate this. If you've never seen Child's Play before, you might like this more than the original because it's a more, like you said, fresh up-to-date one.
0: I, and I think you're right too. If you haven't watched the eighties one or if you didn't grow up with it, I think yeah. this one will be fine for you or it'll be like, yeah, it's, it wasn't a bad horror movie, but as far as like a remake of the original from exactly. the eighties, I just, I got to give it to the eighties version was better than this one. And I think, you know. I think
1: they would have done a better job, not calling it child's play, like yes. making a brand new horror movie. I would have enjoyed it more, but once you kind of, when you bring that in, man, Chucky is already one of those, like, kind of offbeat antiheroes. You can't change the mythology and stuff on him, man.
0: Yeah, I and I, I would agree. But I, I will say I do agree with you, Mark Hamill, doing that voice for Chucky. I think he did. It was creepy. Really, it was yes, creepy. it really was. You are
1: my buddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Oh. Yep. <laughs> i think i hit the big points on there like cinematography and like the kills with it i think they did a good job with that i really yeah, the do kills like, were pretty brutal yeah that was yes. cool but other than that i think it, it just it lost points for me with just a few of those things whereas like I, I as a remake i don't like this yeah so.
1: and and i agree and I, I i don't know how old you are i didn't ask i was born in the 90s so i grew up with chucky and stuff so yeah, this one here. This this one, uh, you were uh, exactly right. I, I think as a remake, it's not good. If they would have not done Chucky and made it a brand new original take, it would have been a lot more appealing. Yep, in my yep. opinion. But that's a, that's a, that's a good pick, man. Yep. Okay. So I my number five. I hate this movie, and I don't even know if a lot of people realize it was done, but it was a remake of Cabin Fever, not Yo Ross one. They remade Cabin Fever. It is so fucking bad it is literally the exact same movie with worse acting like shot really? for shot yes shot for shot it i i i didn't write it down and i wish i did but it's like a horrible straight to dvd remake of eel ross cabin fever the kills are the same everything's the same in it it's just worse acting when did and this when did this come out 2016 yep 2016 so it
0: it's wasn't spo- it wasn't that it, far or long ago. no
1: no uh uh-uh, uh, like five years it, it's sporting a really good zero on Rotten Tomatoes um, <laughs> with course. the 12 percent audience score. Dude it is it's horrible. I, I mean, like we were talking about, there's no change up. It's the exact same movie. It is shot for shot. The exact same movie like literally the only difference is I don't know if you've seen Cabin Fever, yep. but the only difference is the like bubbling sheriff deputy that comes out is a female this time. That is like, and like the kid that bites him at the gas station store wears a creepy like mask. That's, that's it. It, it, The kills are all the same. Everything's the same. Just worse acting. The practical effects are way worse. Eel Ross was great. I don't, and he even, I think he produced this one. If I'm not mistaken, that's one of the reasons I tuned in and I was like, oh my God, this is so bad. It is, it's a
0: travesty. This thing was made. So it's almost on the lines. Now, I don't want to go off too far from the path, but it's almost like the Terminator movies, especially the new one that was made where you have James Cameron being behind the new movie. You think it's going to be good everything like that but then it just turns out to be trash
1: yeah it's he james cameron is notorious and he did the same thing with like the alien movies instead of building the suspense and making it that good traditional like horror thing because i don't know how you feel the original terminator to me is a sci-fi horror because he's hunting them down it's kind i mean it does lean more sci-fi but you could see horror elements when james cameron came in it was literally like a michael bay clone where it's just everything blowing up and that type of shit
0: Yep. No. Yeah. I think I really, yeah. I think the first one, cause I mean, if you think about it, yeah, it's, I don't think it was something that was ever done before that was no. like cyborg from the future, stalking a woman and everything like that. Like that. Yeah. That's like, that's a thriller. That's a, that falls in there and everything yeah
1: so. i mean it's literally like just think about michael my- myers or jason being a fucking android coming at you i mean there's literally <laughs> no difference it's just he's from the future and at least we understand why shots don't hurt him yep. you know <laughs> like jason who just takes it like a tank he's like Duh, what the yeah. hell didn't didn't hurt didn't hurt well like i said my number five is the 2016 cabin fever remake i'm glad you haven't seen it so <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm gonna have to watch it now, though. I have I, I, to. I'd approach.
1: Okay, I think I think it's on Shutter. So if you subscribe to Shudder, which everyone should, they're yes. not. They're, they yeah. are not a sponsor, but I will whore myself out for them. Shutter, <laughs> Shutter is great. I'm pretty sure it's on there. Okay. I mean, I I hate to be this way, but I hope you don't watch it. To be honest,
0: <laughs> I I know I know you're saying that, but I feel like I have to now. It's it's, it's, it's one of those things. It's not even so bad it's good. It's it, like a oh, tinfoil oh. feeling the whole time. So it's not like the room? where it No, like it's not to... Tommy Wise out.
1: <laughs> it's not telling me apart, Lisa. It's
0: not that in any way, shape, oh, or form. Oh, no. Okay. Like I, I, I don't want to, but I have to. I, F- I got you. I got you. <laughs> well,
1: Alex, what is your number four?
0: My number four would have to be Rob Zombie's Halloween. Uh, 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 i
1: I, I will say we're talking about before we recorded that's kind of one of my guilty pleasure ones i totally understand why everyone hates it it totally takes away from the michael myers thing but i don't know why it's probably because i'm a rob zombie fan and i just don't want to admit he fucked it up that bad
0: well okay so i will say this there are there's a few things i do like that he did but i i like again almost like the chucky thing where it was he i feel like when he told the story of how michael myers became to be michael myers like it i think the reason why the original is so scary or it it, back in the day why it was so scary is because you didn't know anything about this person going around killing these people for like there was no motive there was he was just some guy in a mask butchering all these teenagers yeah he wasn't
1: michael myers he was the shape you know, he, 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 yep, he, he was yep. just an entity. He was, and that, and I totally agree with you. It was way scarier because it's way scarier to think about why is he doing this? Well, we don't know. and mm-hmm. It makes it hyper realistic. It's kind of like, why is this
0: going on? Well, we
1: don't know. And, and that's where Rob zombie gets a lot of flack is he went really into the, you know, mythology of Michael.
0: Yes. And I, th- I think that's where people or The majority of people don't like that. Rob zombie Halloween remake is because where the mystery of Michael Myers or the shape where that used to be, it is no longer because you see psychologically, this kid was tormented by his stepfather or the mom's boyfriend, even the mom, the sister, like everyone in his life was just telling him like, you're a piece of shit. You're not going to be anything. So yeah, you tell a kid that he's probably going to go off the deep end.
1: Now literally makes you empathize with the kid, which is
0: not, is not what John Carpenter wanted you to do at all exactly and th- i think that's where that's the biggest hiccup is with his movie now i will say again cinematography the kills some of those shots where i i will say i saw this in theaters i think i was a freshman I did, too. I did too man yeah and that that scene when he's a kid and he's coming down the hallway to get his older sister that freaked me out or when he beat up the his school bully with that stick. That was, that was so brutal. And that's what Michael Myers is. He's a brutal character. So I feel like he nailed, nailed it with that. But as far as like the story, it's almost like star Wars where George Lucas felt, good point, point. felt like he needed to tell everyone how Darth Vader came to be. Well, I don't really care. Yeah. You know? So I I feel like it was one of those moments, but then again, I, 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 I will say I do enjoy it, but as as far as remake, I think it wasn't very good.
1: I think you're 100% right. I mean, even though I enjoy the film very much, you have convinced me. I do think it's not a great remake. And I I will say, I am a fan of Rob Zombie. I live in Missouri, so I love the white trash bash. Fuck this, fuck that split. I mean, it's so brutal. I think why I did enjoy it as a Halloween fan is the fact that it was one of the – he tried to do something totally different, and, mm-hmm. and I did give him points for that. I do think he had some cool homages to John Carpenter's one, but you're totally right. As far as a remake, it's not that good. He should have just made his own mythology kind of like he did with House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, which are his best
0: films. Yes, and I, I would agree with that. Like I feel like he really does make good horror movies. When they're original, I, yeah. Yes, exactly. Like he's a, I think he's a great director, and he can scare people, and he can get what he wants without having to remake something golden like that. Him and John Carpenter didn't see eye to eye when he at all, rem- at it. all. So I feel like that kind of wasn't good for the movie too. Like if yeah. you're going to take somebody's and remake it, maybe you should listen to the person who actually made yeah the movie the original. It. So. Which
1: John Carpenter loved 2018s, and I, yep. I, I'll be honest, like, uh, when I was speaking with Jack yesterday, he made a really good point because we kind of got off on a tangent on Halloween. Like, Michael has always been stealthy, I'll kill you in the darkness and fade into black. He's not the tank like Jason is. The original Halloween really only has three bodies in it, which, is, is, crazy true, to, yes. which is crazy to think about. He pointed that out, and I was like, holy shit, I never realized that. Whereas the Rob Zombie one, again, trash bash, bloody white trash, like... Mm-hmm. I, I see Rob Zombie as kind of a modern day Toby Hooper. Everything he does is gross. It's just like you can smell the <laughs> movies because they're just so white trashy trailer yes. park fun. So it's kind of like watching a modern day like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. One of the yeah. scariest things about that is like it's so disgustingly real. Um, yeah. But. You're not wrong. I will say that I enjoy the movie. It is a guilty pleasure, and the important thing about guilty pleasures, Alex, is that you admit they are guilty pleasures. <laughs> I will not die on the hill saying it's a great movie. I will just say I enjoy it, but I think it's because I'm a Rob Zombie fanboy and I do love Halloween. So it's hard for me to be like, "Oh, I
0: hate it." And and that's the thing too is I am a really diehard Halloween fan, and yes, this I w- I can sit through this and I can watch it and I can still enjoy it. But like I said, it's as a remake probably
1: not up there yeah and and you're not wrong because if i if the 78 and that one's playing at the same time it's not even a contest it's john carpenter's all the way so you're 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 totally right and i i glad i'm glad you're being subjective on it where it's like i the movie's okay but as a remake it's bad because Mm i i as a fan of the movie will agree with you it's probably it's not probably it's not a good remake
0: yeah
1: my number four is the most recent I think it came out 2020 or early 2021 wrong turn. I don't know if you've seen this thing. Oh,
0: okay. No.
1: Oh, it's, it's bad. Really? It's bad. So let, let me, let me start off by telling you the reason we love wrong turn is because we love seeing these little, like lack of a better term, mongoloid humanoid (laughs) things in the mountains, just tearing (laughs) people apart. It is not that this time. It's like, they're, they're literally just humans that live up in the mountains And they just don't want to be bothered by society. Those are the killers. And they're not even really killers. They're just... These people fall into their booby traps. Uh, It's horrible. It is horrible. No way. Yes. Yes. I'm not kidding. And I can't even begin to get into how bad it is. Like, they're not... They're literally just humans. They're very articulate. They're Mm -hmm. very smart. They're very well-groomed. No. Yes, they live in the hills and just don't want to be bothered. It's literally like the village fucked some really <laughs> other bad movie. And this came out like for real, I'm not kidding. Like the only, the only kills in it are like booby traps that they set while these kids are in the woods, not knowing they're on their land. And like, they accidentally kill one of the fat, like one of the people that live in the community. Like it is bad. It's horrible. It is dripping with this. And I'm not against it, but it's dripping with these over the top PC, like we have to get it in here for the audience you know what i mean yeah I, it, like i don't want to be hit over the head with it you can you can very creatively make a point and speak on social stuff like get out mm-hmm. but when you beat it over the head on people it just is so off-putting and it really had nothing to do with the story it's kind of like they're at the bar at this one point and the this old guy there's like well y'all are a bunch of kid what have you done and the one of the girls stands up and is like, "Well, I'm a strong woman. And I've done this, this, and this." And the old guy, oh, yes, no, and, and, no. and the old, yes, and the old guy's like, "Oh, I didn't know." Like, that type of stuff. It's like, dude, that is so ridiculously bad. It's like they're literally pandering.
0: So, well, and and that's something that I really, uh, a lot of these movies now that are coming out are like hitting the mark with like, back in the day. It showed how women were strong by being the survivor of yeah, like, the final girl, and, and that's just how it was. and it was like you look at all of the movies, like the guys always die and everything, and it just shows like how a a young innocent woman or a girl can turn out to be a badass, but you don't you didn't have to say that. you didn't have yes. to say like, "Oh, I've done X, Y, z. It was just through her actions, what she was doing in the movie. Would make that a point you know i get
1: i get on the surface how a lot of people who are not horror fans say it's a misogynistic type of genre and i retort with that's i retort with exactly what you said do you realize this is one of the most empowering things for women because they're taking on these big scary monsters and they're usually if not the only people to ever survive
0: exactly i mean
1: especially slasher films it's like it's not misogynistic it's just very old testament you smoke weed, you die. You have sex, you die. You know? If you're just some guy in a wheelchair, Jason kills you and you fall down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's just very Old Testament. I don't see it as misogynistic, and I agree with you. Older horror movies, like, they made you do a little critical thinking. Yes. That's always my thing. Yep. It, it is much better when something makes you think about a topic instead of just assuming you're so dumb you don't understand it, if that makes sense. Yeah, and this movie wrong turn assumes you are a like babbling idiot when it comes oh. to that type of stuff. Dude, it is horrible. I was so excited when I saw the trailer for this because wrong turn is another guilty pleasure for me. Elijah Dushku uh, yep. crush growing up. Yep. I loved the little mongoloid guy. Some of the kills <laughs> were brutal. And uh, again, I I live in Missouri, so there's probably people like that in my neighborhood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I mean, so I mean, it was scary for me because I was like, man, if I make a wrong turn, I'm on somebody's property and they'll shoot me.
0: But well, and that's the thing too. I remember I didn't I never saw it like in theaters or anything like that, but I remember no, stumbling uh, stumbling across this movie on TV, and I remember it just scaring the shit out of me because yeah. it, it, like I it was like, those people, like those creatures. Could technically or like theoretically maybe exist where, like, backwards where no one's looking, like these inbreed yep. kind of creatures. And yeah, yeah there were just, yeah, I, it makes me upset that you, these are two movies so now that you've said that are like remakes that are just horrible. Where they're, they're just,
1: horrible, uh, they're horrible, man. Like, and I can't even, like, and I will say, like, wrong turn, it came out in 02 it made more sense back then. Not everyone was carrying a cell phone and shit with them. Like this one is just yep. like, they, they just always ride off as oh, I have reception, dude. That's not a thing anymore. Like I could be in a cave, like on top of like underneath everything. And it's like, Oh, I still have 5g and can like download albums. <laughs> like <laughs> So it's not really a thing. So I get really sick of that type of thing where it's like, Oh, I have no reception. It's like, dude, like you have reception
0: everywhere. Yeah. Like,
1: roaming's not a thing anymore. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I think that's something that I do like about those older movies was like the the lack of technology that they had. And I think that just makes it like scarier. And when you try to add that nowadays where it's like, oh no, I don't have any self, like any bars. Yes, it's possible, but highly unlike. Yeah.
1: Well, kids are too smart nowadays. Like, you know, when I was growing up, I had such a good, you know, suspension of disbelief kids nowadays are so like smart and they're like, why don't you just do this? And like, I'll I'll just be sitting there. I'm like,
0: shut up, man. That's a good point. Now I can't
1: think think about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You're actually, you're right about that. I, I didn't even think about that. Kids are a little bit craftier. I think now,
1: well, it's just, you know, back in the day, like we were so used to like just going outside and playing and like, we were so like primitive compared to like kids today. Like it is, there's been such an exponential explosion on technology from me. I'm 30 years old to now.
0: Yeah. Like I remember playing on that green box that hung outside. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that yeah. was, but I played on it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I probably have radiation poisoning from it now. We're going to turn into the things from Wrong Turn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll make a better sequel then. Exactly. <laughs> we'll just make a documentary of us. But yes, the newest Wrong Turn is horrible. We'll get off our. We'll get off on that. What is your number three, Alex?
0: Number three for me would be Stepfather.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. I didn't even think of that. I do enjoy the old one
0: i i really now so here's the thing is that i had not seen the old one up until about a month ago
1: yeah because i think it's on shutter Mm -hmm. yeah i i actually actually watched it a couple months ago because i was like i was like you i was like oh i i didn't even know this was the original one so i i tuned
0: into it's good it really it really is and i think the reason why i like the original so much more than the remake now don't get me wrong i think dylan walsh the uh the stepfather in the new one I think he did a great job but the the dad or the stepfather in the old one he just he brings out like a whole different like psycho element yeah. to it like with whistling after killing people like oh yep yeah, everything's fine and then when he has that first freak out downstairs in the basement yeah. I, I I thought that was really really good and like he was it was almost like he was bipolar split personality you didn't know what he was gonna do like what was going on so i i really enjoyed that part of the old one
1: yeah the old one the original guy was a little more over the top but i think that works in this movie whereas in the remake he was a little more grounded the whole time i felt like which made it a little less believable because you made a good point of him being like a little uh like bipolar and everything like mm-hmm. to see those like boom snaps to like over the topness really gave it a real feeling in all honesty
0: yes and and something that i just could not because I, I rewatched the the new one the stepfather uh in preparation for this and i didn't catch it the first time i watched it but definitely the second time around is amber heard is just a camera hog in this movie like she, really huh, yeah like she i feel like when she is when the camera is like she's in the frame it's all about her or she tries to make it be. because if you look at it she just wears a bikini probably for ninety <laughs> yeah. percent of the time. Now I, I I don't have anything against that, but no. I feel like that's not it's not about you. It's it's about this other different story and these people. And I don't know. I to me she was just kinda almost annoying. It it yeah. hard, it was it was hard for me to enjoy it because of her. So she's
1: annoying in real life too. So it kind of makes sense. We won't get into that, but but I mean, yeah, a a lot of those early, like 2000 remakes and those types of things, they made them, I call them hard PG 13s. They pushed as hard as they could, but were no way, shape or form trying to make it R because then they knew they weren't making their money back. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's kind of like this one. It was just, I haven't seen it in a long, long time The remake, to be honest with you. I, I think I've watched it once or twice and I, I never really go back to it at all. Yeah. So
0: I, you're not missing much. And I, I think that like another thing that gets to me too, about this movie is the single location shot, like the, where it's, it's just taking place in the home. Whereas the eighties yeah. one, it had multiple locations and I, I don't, I don't know what it is when movies do that. It just, it bothers me because it, I feel like you have so much money because obviously I forgot. I, I don't know who produced or uh, not produced, but which it was company. one of the bigger
1: ones, like back when it was being remade, you know, because that was the hot thing, like in the mid and early two thousands.
0: Yes. And I feel like you could have at least maybe spent a little bit like on different locations and everything like that. I don't, I don't know. Just like the one location shooting of a movie. I feel like it's almost lazy. Whereas the, well, you're movie, totally right. Yeah. Whereas the eighties one, they were all over the place that showed him like at his old house. It showed him showing other houses, killing people inside there, it showed him on the highway, driving people's cars off the cliff to get rid of their bodies. Whereas the original one or the uh, remake just was in that, just that same house. So it was, I don't know. It just kind of took away from it cinematically it, and everything. It,
1: it takes a certain type of movie that almost has to be written to be in one spot. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's, that's part of the story. This story, there is no reason, like you're saying, for it to just be in one fucking spot. Exactly. You know? So I, I, I agree with you. That is a very good thought. I totally pretty much forgot they remade Stepfather. Mm-hmm. But I did watch the uh, original one a while back on Shudder a couple months ago, I think. And I, I did enjoy it. I really did. So yep. good, good call, my guy.
0: <laughs> what, what did you have for your number three?
1: Okay, my number three is very much in the same vein as number five, and it really pains me to say it because I like the director a lot, but it is the remake of Psycho that Gus Van Stant did. Oh, oh my god, with okay. Vince Vaughn yes. as Norman Bates. Yeah. Um, it is literally the same movie. Like the exact same movie. Alfred Hitchcock's is perfect. So
0: mm. why are you redoing the exact same movie? And the, and that's something I don't understand. Is like I don't I don't understand what these big companies think they can get out of remaking such a classic and golden yeah. Movie, it's. I think there should be like a law against it. Like you cannot touch this movie.
1: Yeah, Psycho's like an untouchable. You know what I mean? Like you you can't. It's like it's like trying to remake a. It's a Wonderful Life. It's like you can't fucking do that, dude. (laughs) It's like that's like the Christmas movie where Psycho is the horror movie. It's the first slasher. It's Alfred Hitchcock. Like he's the he's the Moby Dick, the white whale. You can't do that. And literally, I'm not kidding. It is the same movie, same shot, pretty much the same dialogue. The only thing he added in it was Vince Vaughn jerking off to her. Like that, that, was <laughs> that was literally the only thing he added. And Gus Van Stant is an amazing director. I love like milk. I love elephant. He does a lot of good stuff. This one just confuses me because like we're speaking about the original psychos. Awesome. That it's not dated or anything. It's super cool and still yeah. amazing to watch it, it. It really, this one's like, why, yeah. why? <laughs>
0: And that's and that's something I like I really enjoy about Alfred Hitchcock's movies is like just I, I love the lack of like color and just the cinematography where it's like you can get that 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 uh, that feeling of like just uneasiness with just, yeah, like, that shadows, shadows and like the lack. It's just like it's he does such a good job and like camera angles that weren't people weren't even thinking about or using. Yes. He was the one hitting on them. And everything and that's why I think I like watching them is because it almost doesn't feel like I'm watching a movie from the past. It, I no. almost, it, it's really well done.
1: Well, and the thing is, like you're saying, it's kind of like today, we're talking about technology earlier, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should, I think average Hitchcock's yes. stuff is so good, because he didn't have access to that type of stuff. So he thought creatively and out of the box. And again, I talk all the time on my podcast, practical stuff is always going to be better than CGI 100%. Yep. So if you can think outside the box and how to do something practically and i mean the same like camera angle shadows lightings that type of stuff and not have to do it in post it's always going to be much more believable and awesome
0: well that's almost like like what you're saying like the whole cgi thing like the they remade uh the thing uh john carpenter's the thing in 2011 i believe it was And they used a lot of CGI and everything like that, where John Carpenter's just the monsters, just like the liquid you can see dripping off of these things and like things sprouting out. Like, yeah, I get it. Like you can tell it's a puppeteer, but still like it actually like seeing a physical thing with the actors, I think is so much more enjoyable to watch. And it just Mm -hmm. almost feels maybe a little bit more realistic. and i don't care
1: what people say yeah Yeah. you're right like cgi your mind is automatically like i can tell that's fake because it's computer generated when it's a practical thing you know it's fake but it at least like you can feel it if that Mm -hmm. makes sense it's kind of like okay like it's a it's a physical thing sitting here it's not something just digitized and created up and rob boutine's stuff in the thing is still if you listen to my top 10 horror movies you know the things number two i love john carpenters the thing oh yeah which, which if we come back and do a top 10 remakes it's definitely probably going to be number one because it's my second favorite of all time and it's just, <laughs> and john carpenters is technically a remake so it
0: is yep it is i i have not seen the original to like the thing so i know john well, carpenters is- i
1: I've- don't watch it i mean i'll be honest with you it's totally totally different like we're talking about movies feeling dated and stuff i mean the only reason you'd watch is so like the gatekeepers of horror like like you don't even see the real one it's like oh shut up like why would i wait like uh, it's i mean there's hardly any similarities like just watch john carpenters and forget the other one happened
0: yeah i would agree so okay a question here so i know that something that is brought up a lot is that Vince Vaughn essentially just like ruined it with all the other things that ruined the movie. But Vince Vaughn was a huge factor in that. Is there any other actor that you would have liked to be in that person's place?
1: God, that is a great question, I, man. It's, it's just so hard. It's kind of like we were talking about. Um, it's a wonderful life. I mean, mm-hmm. who's, who's going to take Jimmy Stewart's spot? I mean, he's yeah. so iconic in that role. I think if you, here's the thing, if you were going to get somebody, It would have to be such an under the radar person, kind of like Bill Skarsgård was with it. You can't get a big guy. You can't get a big guy to try to redo Tim Curry. You would have to get somebody low key that doesn't have a lot to his name that we could laugh about. Like, this is a total tangent, but it's kind of like when Ben Affleck was announced as Batman. No one gave him a chance just because he's fucking Ben Affleck. You know what I mean? Yep. Not a a lot of people knew Christian Bale. I did because I love American Psycho. But he was kind of one of those middling actors that not a lot of people knew, so they gave him a chance. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you would have to do with this movie. Um, so it, it, in my opinion, if you're going to do it, you would have to get somebody who is not ultra-famous, maybe like C-list type of actor, maybe done a couple things. Uh, so you would have to get somebody that could really embrace it and kind of – and Anthony Perkins talked about this. He kind of got typecasted after that. you really? know. Yeah, because he's like, I couldn't get any other roles because everyone wanted me to be Norman Bates. Which, if <laughs> yeah, because if somebody took on that role of Norman Bates, that's yeah. if they did it well, that's what they would get typecast as.
0: That's that's true, and I th- I think you're right with that. Like having someone who's not really all that famous, maybe someone who is like, okay, I I know where he's from, yeah, but they can't like like a no name actor, yep. So again,
1: uh, Vince Vaughn, that was one of the problems is like, he was just in swingers. He was just in that other John Favreau movie. And people are like, why the fuck is he playing Anthony Perkins? (laughs) You know, Norman Bates. I I said, Anthony Perkins, why is he playing Norman Bates? This doesn't make any sense. He was kind of hot and well-known at that time. I I I don't think that really went well. I mean, the only time I've seen somebody like come out of being prejudged in a movie before, like when they, were known to get the role and like killed in the movie and killed everyone's expectations was Heath Ledger as the Joker. Everyone was mm. crucifying him yes. when he took nope. that. They're like the guy from a night's tale and 10 things I hate about you. I am always a proponent of like, man, just give people a chance, man. Don't prejudge that shit. Like judge the performance. <laughs> and I point to Heath Ledger cuz it's like, man, he is kind of the Joker now. Like he will always for be the Joker.
0: Yep. I I would agree with that one too. And then also some like some Actors who are strictly, like, comedic and everything like yep. that, there are a few that can, like, switch over and play those really good roles. And someone who I think can do that well is Jim Carrey. Yes. In... Yeah.
1: He he would be kind of good because he's very eccentric but does a lot of creepy stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, maybe not for this movie particularly, but, like, when he's been in Dumber Dumber and all these other movies, really funny guy. But then he did the number 23 And he's a very serious, it's a very like thriller type movie. And he nailed it. And I, like, I was almost kind of weary if he was going to be good or not in that movie. But yeah, the
1: number 23 with Jim Carrey is a kind of underrated movie. I mean, after the twist, you're kind of like, really? But uh, it it is a good one for Jim Carrey's performance alone. And I do like him in some of the darker more. Like, I know it's a comedy, but Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is very much a dramatic dark role
0: yes yeah i would agree. He, i would agree with he's that very versatile too, jim carrey yeah so
1: yeah yep. psycho the remake is number three for me we got off on some beautiful tangents well well and i think I, and it's not even that i think vince vaughn like ruined the movie i think it's why are you redoing mm-hmm. psycho that's the point that's the point yeah. It's like yeah. why are you trying that doesn't make any sense
0: mm-hmm. oh i yeah i
1: well, don't blame like vince said, vaughn at all for be. that it's not his fault he did everything he could <laughs> he really sold the jerk off scene <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> so yeah that's, yeah, good yeah, on that's you. number it's three fun. for me is the remake of psycho we're on number two for you alex what is your second worst remake of all time
0: all right it would have to be when a stranger calls
1: okay that's a good one i didn't even think about
0: that but you were totally right now have have you seen the original yes um, okay did you check the children <laughs> yeah yeah that <laughs>
1: opening stuff is super creepy the middle went somewhere i didn't think it would but those like opening stuff with the did you check the children is horrifying
0: it really is and i find it now the reason uh, it's more of the remake that i like there's some just aspects of it it's more of the acting and everything about just i don't know it's just to me it's just so uh, dumb i'm sorry like i don't know how else to describe it just like it it seems like all like common sense of things that you should it's like the director was almost like the audience is our idiots and like if that's the best way i can describe it whereas the original it it really was like okay the first 15 20 minutes was the babysitter scene and then yeah it went into a whole different it's not even anything like no yeah the remake or anything or the i guess the remake is nothing like the original in the sense not at all it focuses on that first 20 minutes for the whole movie they
1: stretch the whole 20 minute scene into a whole movie and i think the remake the biggest problem with it is kind of like we were talking with stepfather it fell into the category of those early 2000 movies that were literal cash grabs they didn't care if the movie sucked they didn't put any time or effort into it they literally were like just make this movie because we have the rights to the name now and put it out there make a PG 13, a hard PG 13. So kids can go see it and we'll make our fucking money back. That's exactly the problem with this movie. This movie I do feel could be remade
0: very well. It could. I, I, yes, it can be made really well. If it just stays away from the jump scares. Yeah. I hate that. Like that. I feel like that's a plague with a lot of scary movies where they have to like die down the music silence jump scare and then music again then silence then jump scare and that I hate that in movies because I hate it's like I can tell what's going to happen and I don't want that I don't want that feeling like I want to be on the edge of my seat I want to be like okay what is going to happen next like the a good a good one for that would be like the Babadook for instance like that one keeps you on the edge of your seat you don't know what's going to happen now granted yes there are jump scares in Babadook but it doesn't. But it's work. not relying
1: on them. Exactly. It's not
0: relying on them. Yes. And well, I, Jack
1: correct. and I talked. To, Jack and I talked about that yesterday. Uh, again, I'll plug myself. Uh, I had Jack Pierce on the show, uh, so go check it out. But he's a award-winning author. Not award-winning, best selling author. He corrected me on that. But Jack <laughs> and I were talking about it is way scarier to like build an aesthetic and a doom in somebody and just like slowly cripple them is what i call it Then the boo around the corner that gets me for two seconds and it's like oh uh, congratulations you got me but mm-hmm. it's not scary like you watch something like you said the babadook or hereditary where it's just yes. two hours of gut punches it is so much scarier it fucks with your head you don't know the reality and everything mm-hmm. so i i totally agree with you jump scares can be effective but kind of like you were talking in the babadook there's really only like what probably two In the whole movie and they're very
0: effective yeah and it's like it's it's at random points too where it's like it's not like one right after the other it's it's spread out it's it's nice there's a good flow to it It, like i said keeps you on the edge of your seat and it doesn't rely on those and that's where i think a lot of those maybe those 90s early 2000s movies that's all they i feel like really were was those jump scares so in this that fall this one falls into that category where it's that's all this movie was relying
1: on. It was a cash grab, man. It, it literally really was. was it literally was a cash grab. Same as like the stepfather and stuff. They they didn't put any effort into it. And I apologize because I'm sure the directors of all these remakes are listening. This is sick <laughs> yeah. podcast. I'm sorry. So, yeah, I'll probably get all this hate mail. But I don't know if it's the studios or what, but it's like they're literally no effort. It's almost like they gave them like three days to make a movie. They're like, do it and put this name on it to sell tickets.
0: Exactly. Yep. I, so, yeah. Yeah. So
1: number two for you is the remake of When a Stranger Calls. You got anything else on
0: it? Um, I, I, I will say this. I watched both movies with my wife, and she said at both movies, why wouldn't you check on the kids right away? Or like every fifteen minutes, and she brought that like because I had never babysit before, so that's something I think kind of, that kind of slipped for me as far as like yeah, because I'm a I'm a I'm a guy, so like I that wasn't one of my jobs as a growing up was babysitting. I yeah. just I'm
1: I'm a dad, so it's like hey man, I smell poop, I wipe my kids butt like that's that's <laughs> death, My kids yeah. hungry, I feed them. I wipe the poop. Like the moms are the very much nurturing and understand where they're coming from and why the kids crying. I'm like, why are you crying? Like I'm just like here's food. Like that's that's, <laughs> that's my answer to everything with my kids. Yeah. So I get where you're coming from.
0: So that's something that she brought up during both movies was that she would have checked on the kids way before that Whole, st- have you checked the children. Yeah. So like that, I think that was something that they, I think both movies kind of missed. So really yeah. just a side note. I but. agree.
1: And one more thing I will say, if there is one thing, I do remember going to see the remake of when stranger calls, cause mm-hmm. I think it was like, Oh, four, I yep. saw it in theaters. Um, there was one scene in there that scared the shit out of me. And I hadn't seen the original why I went to go see it. And it was when like, she finally goes and checks the children, like looks up and he stands up on the banister. I don't know oh, why, like yeah. if there's any shining point in this movie, it's that that was a creepy ass part. So,
0: yep. you I, know, I
1: know those directors are listening again, like I said, so I will give him credit for that.
0: I, do, I, I will say, I do like that part too. Cause he, when he hops down and then like yep. he stands up, And everything like that. So that's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. That
1: that was my only saving grace to it. And that was the only part that I thought was really well done. But number two on Alex's list is When a Stranger Calls. Mm -hmm. My number two. And I will get on my soapbox for a second. I hate the star of this movie. He ruins so many good movies, and he's in them all the time. He is a fucking meme now. I guarantee you know who I'm talking about. It's Nicholas fucking Cage. I cannot stand Nicholas Cage. (laughs) What? He he ruins so many good movies. I will say he's kind of having a career resurgence because he's not taking himself so serious. And he's taking these lambastic movies, like Mm. these movies where he's meant to be over the top. That dude ruins Con Air. I love Con Air. Every time he talks with that accent, I want to punch the TV. And I'm like, who Who okayed this? Who okayed this? And he's just, I, I can't stand him because I feel he's in so many good movies that he just ruins. There's so many more better actors and everything. I will get off my soapbox because I know Nicolas Cage is also listening. <laughs> I like your recent stuff. Willy's Wonderland was fun, man. Color Hour Space was fun, man. Just God. Anyways, so number two for me, after I said this, you probably know exactly what it is, and it's the Wicker Man.
0: Oh boy. my gosh, really? I
1: okay, the remake. I hate, I hate the remake of the Wicker Man. I hate it with a passion. <laughs> it, okay, it is fu- It's it's pretty much the horror movie version of the Room. Yeah, I, I will give it that. But the original one is so much better. I cannot get it out of my nightmares. The bees are oh, the bees, not the bees. <laughs> the bees. Yes. It's, so if you watch it, like in a funny sense to laugh at it, I get the enjoyment of the movie.
0: Okay. I, I will give you that one. Like, so for me, I, I hadn't seen. So I had seen the remake first and I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't till later on that I saw the actual, the first one and everything. Okay. Um, so I, I will, I will agree with you that the original one is better, but yeah. for some reason, it, I think with you saying like you got your guilty pleasures, I think this is one That's of mine. That's cool. I, I Totally I just,
1: understandable, and I know it's <laughs> high up on my list because I despise Nicolas Cage, and every time I get a chance to punch, like his aura, I do. So it's—I will say—it is number two. I tried really hard to put number one, and I could not. But The Wicker Man. Just watch the original one. I think it's way better. Like I said, I feel the remake of The Wicker Man is like the Rooms version of horror.
0: Yeah. All right. Now you're you're making me rethink my liking for this movie now
1: (laughs) yeah i i I agree so number two was wicker man for me what okay drum roll as my guest what is your number one alex number one for me is going to be sorority row oh wow that's a guilty pleasure for me it is not a good movie by any means i will 100 percent stand by you and say yeah it's a horrible movie and that's honestly because it was just one of those that i like saw and it just kind of spoke to me some of the kills were cool it was a hard R movie that I, I didn't really get to see a lot of when I was growing up. So it kind of has a special place for there, there in my heart, but it is a bad movie. I
0: And I think the reason why it's, it's really the, the acting, it's a combination oh, yeah. of like a lot of things for me. It's the kills seem to be generally all of the same. Now, if you watch this movie, you'll notice that the killer it's now I understand why, because if you're going to kill someone, why not go for the head? but it's a, it's a horror movie. Like you're supposed to be kind of creative with these kills and everything like that. Every kill is like a head head headshot in some sort of way, or like the throat. And like, to me, it was like, come on now. Like that's, I wish it would have changed it up just a little bit. And I, yeah,
1: and and the tire iron thing was kind of stupid. Like I'll be honest. It was stupid.
0: Yeah. And that's what I like. That's what I didn't understand was like, why, why the tire iron? Now I get it. It's like, you're trying to confuse the audience. Like, Oh, it's, it's probably her ex-boyfriend possibly but still it was i yeah tiger iron not the most creative or no likable weapon for a killer
1: it it was again one of those early 2000 remakes that just kind of was like effortless uh they didn't really do a whole lot with it it was pretty much like we'll just show some boobs and have some (laughs) kills And that'll sell, right? And we'll just steal the name of a beloved movie and stick it on there and we'll sell tickets. Well, you sold tickets. It's a bad movie. It is 100% a guilty pleasure for me. It's one of those I turn on in the background. If I'm doing something, I'll like look up at some of the kills and be like, sweet.
0: That's yeah, like. and I think I could get behind that too, where it's just something that has background noise. Yes, but, that's all it is. But like another thing that always irritates me in movies is how the emotions of the characters will be like, oh, just a timid little dog. But then by the end of the movie, when it's the exact same night and everything like that, you all of a sudden grow a pair of balls and you're you're good to go. Like to me, like that's just it's so unbelievable.
1: Yeah. And that's one of the things I really liked about 2018 Halloween was like Jamie Lee Curtis was a badass from the jump. Like it wasn't any of that like traditional final girl stuff like you're talking about with the arch. It was like she was a badass from the jump. She wasn't going to play victim. That was one of the things I really liked about 2018
0: Halloween. And speaking of Halloween, like even when it, we're talking about the original one, she was still timid even towards the end of the movie. Like you saw yeah. her crying at the end of the movie, like when she stabbed Michael Myers in the face with the uh, the hanger or whatever. She was still scared. She was... It was more
1: fight or flight type of thing.
0: Exactly. And where like all these early 2000 movies where it's just like oh i'm defenseless okay now i'm the badass like in yeah. like boo,
1: a sp- gotcha yeah. yeah
0: it's like it's so unbelievable and i i don't know i just don't understand why you'd want to make a movie like that when you have the potential to make a really good movie and then keep making move- more and more after that yeah,
1: man, I, I, I get where you're coming from. I will say it's a guilty pleasure of mine. So it, it it was kind of on my long list because I can acknowledge that it's a bad remake, but it is a guilty pleasure of mine. So I did not put it on my short list. So we will number one is the remake of Sorority Row for Alex. Are you got anything else on it or you want me to jump into my number one?
0: No, let's let's I want to I'm very interested. What is your number one?
1: My number one. And this is kind of confusing to people because it is the remake of Black Christmas. Not the early 2000 ones, the newest one that came out in like
0: 2018 or 19. Okay, sorry.
1: Oh, oh, my God, it's horrible.
0: Are you comparing this one to the 2000 and what was it, 2003?
1: I could compare it to somebody filming shit in a toilet. And <laughs> it would be better. It doesn't matter either one. I mean, it, I I I love the remake from like 06 or something like that it yes. was i i love the original black christmas and i like the remake a lot i thought it hits everything we like about remakes it was different it honored the original story but it was a totally different type of direction i really enjoy that one it gets a lot of hate but i think it's very good this one oh my god like we were talking about earlier in wrong turn Mm-hmm. dude holy shit i'm going to ruin everything for you i don't want you to watch this movie <laughs> i'm going I to. almost i'm gonna I do almo- it <laughs> i almost got eye cancer watching the thing like I, dude there's so many talented actresses in this thing i could not but be- i was so excited when it was coming out mm-hmm. i really was no joke because like ingrid poots is in it oh. and she's super cool like from green room and stuff yeah. love her she's a great actress and i was like oh and they were you know oh, it's filmed by it filmed by a female director. I was like, oh, that's going to be kind of cool, putting it through the female perspective. Dude, this movie has nothing to do with the original Black Christmas. Literally nothing. And the only and the only jump scare in it is a literal ripoff from The Exorcist 3. It is, Dude, there is nothing good about this movie. Go ahead with your question.
0: I, so how... I just don't understand. Like, is it is it something where they... So as far as like the story, is it the same story?
1: No, not at all. Here, here I'll I'll give you the story. Okay. Here, here's where the similarities in. They live in a sorority, and it's Christmas time. That's that, the only similarities. That's it. Yes. Okay. So, tell me if this isn't beating you over the head with a p <laughs> a PC type of thing, like no subtlety at all. Literally, this is what. The killers come from this black goo of male toxicity that touches the white males on campus and turn them into killers of females and anybody progressive.
0: No. Literally.
1: Yes. 100, 100%, percent. That is the story. Oh my
0: gosh. No. And it
1: is horrible. And it is so, it is so blatantly. It's almost like they wrote this movie that if you try to come at it with a constructive criticism, they're like, it's not for you and you're a bigot. It's like, no, your movie's bad. There's literally a point in the movie where like girls are dying at this point, And one of the sorority sisters says something and like one of the boyfriends stands up and goes, not all males are rapists. And then she goes on to her soapbox of, I'm not saying all men are rapists, but when you make us feel a culture like this, dude, it is like, what the fuck am I watching?
0: So was this just like a pl- uh, publicity stunt then? Like, was dude, it- I
1: have zero clue. I have zero clue. Don't watch it. It 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 <laughs> hurts my soul to talk about this thing because I love the two Black Christmases, and I was so excited once I saw Poots involved in the movie. Once I heard they were going to redo it from a female perspective, I was like, oh, that's so cool. It'll be fresh. It'll be unique. Oh, bro, it is. Oh, my gosh. I would, like I said, I would literally rather watch an hour and 20 minutes of somebody just filming a shit they just took in a toilet than this thing. (laughs) It is so bad.
0: I really do like the 2006 one, too. I remember watching that. And it was, I thought it was, it. Now, granted, it didn't really scare me, however no, like, I it was
1: a body it was a traditional slasher. It was it was yeah. more gross out, like the skin cookies and stuff., oh uh, yes,
0: yes, I love the skin cookies. yeah, shit like that <laughs> or
1: like when you eat the eyeball like it was a gross movie, but I yes. loved it it was it was much different than the original. I thought it was a good remake because it still honored the first one, but it was yep. a totally different remake. This one has nothing to do with that. there's no Billy in this like it's literally oh dude, it's so bad it is so bad and it's not even in like the wicker man sense where it's like i can watch this and laugh at it you watch this thing it just irritates you it's just like dude what who gave you the right to call this black christmas this is nothing like
0: this and it's almost like something that we had brought up before like why not just make a whole different movie exactly like call it like dark christmas times or like a killer on campus or something like that why do you have or to no
1: subtlety that? at all this is all about male toxicity <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, call it call it that i would have respected it more like <laughs> yeah. dude it was the exact same thing like we we're talking about in wrong turn i have no problem with you making social commentaries especially in horror movies i think it goes very well together mm-hmm. but when you treat me like i drool from the mouth and can't understand or comprehend anything or have a you know coherent thought i have a problem with that yeah and you just throw it in my face and beat me over the head and when i have constructive criticisms about it like you say well it wasn't made for you Uh, who was it made for like deaf dumb and blind people because that's (laughs) the only person who enjoy the shit
0: and and that's the whole reason why especially the horror movies we go there we watch these movies to be entertained and like escape reality for an hour and a half to two hours just like in a different world and like when it's political or like there's some sort of message or something they're trying to get across. It just, it's hard to watch. So
1: yeah, you just kind of roll your eyes. Sometimes if you're going to do it, do it like get out. What a excellent movie, excellent social commentary on how black people feel in America. Mm -hmm. It really made you critically think it's an excellent movie, write a good movie. Don't write a shitty movie with these punchline, like these bullet points you want to throw in to just make me want to puke. Yeah. No,
0: I, I 100% agree. I would don't, agree.
1: Don't watch it, man. Like, I, I was joking with the other stuff. Like, this literally fast forward to the last, like, 15 minutes so you can see the, <laughs> like, atrocious ending this thing has. <sighs> watch that, and that, that is it. Do not waste your time. It is horrible. It's bad. It is by far, I mean, I hate the Wicker Man, Nicolas Cage, and this is light years in front of it on how much I hate this thing. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that, so that's I, pretty good then. I will recap my top five, and then I'll let you recap yours, okay? So, my number five was 2016's Cabin Fever. My number four was the newest uh, Wrong Turn remake. My number three was Gus Van Stant and Vince Vaughn's masterpiece, Psycho. Uh, Number two is my favorite actor in the whole wide world, as you guys know, Nicolas Cage in the Wicker Man remake. (laughs) And number one, I won't even waste your time. It's Black Christmas. That's what it's called. I won't even give you the fucking name <laughs> of the movie. It is far and away the worst movies ever. Alex, recap your top five for us.
0: My top five, Child's Play, was my number five. Number four for me was Rob Zombie's Halloween. Number three, Stepfather. Number two, When a Stranger Calls. And then my number one, Sorority Row.
1: Good list, man. You do a really good job. Alex, thank you so much for being on the podcast, man.
0: I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you. And anytime you want to have these top fives, worst remakes, I would gladly be a part of it.
1: For sure, man. Maybe we'll do our other top five because, like I said, I made a 10 so we could do it again. <laughs> anytime you're welcome on here, if you ever get that podcast up and running, let me know. I'll promo it. I'll guest. I'll do whatever you need to help you grow, man.
0: Thank you. I really appreciate it.
1: No problem. Well, that is going to do it for killing time today. Stay scary, people.